Okay, what deck do you have? I have... Okay, hold on. Shit, I don't know what it's called. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Let's start. Okay. Well, we didn't talk about how we wanted to start it yet. No, we didn't. Probably me. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Hi, <laughs> Hi everybody. Uh, I'm Sammy. I'm Skylar. And we don't know what we're doing. <laughs> we're going to start a podcast. This is kind of like a test run. Um, we have a couple decks. We're going to shuffle some cards and probably just ramble for as long as we want to ramble for. Mm-hmm. So I have the Sacerabito Tarot, and he doesn't know what deck I he has. I don't know what it's called. I think it's called the Enchanted Life, or the Every, 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 uh, uh, everyday, enchantment. Every day. 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 Winding road. <laughs> so we have some things. We've had some big shifts since the beginning of the year. <clears throat> Skyler moved to Michigan from Texas, and obviously that's a big big commitment and a big life change and i had some tower moments and drama points you had some tower moments yeah (laughs) basically so we just thought we would talk and kind of get used to the format of this if you're listening to this then that means it went okay (laughs) but help us name our podcast because we don't know what to call it what do you want to tackle first? Do you want to draw a card? Yeah, I'll I'll pull a card, but why don't you just like start talking about like what it's been like completely moving across country by yourself and like how that's <clears throat> affected your All right. practice, I guess. That's kind of a big question to start with, but So uh home is one thousand one hundred miles away. Really? Did yeah. you did you Google that? Uh, yes, I Google mapped it, actually. That's the cutest thing I've ever Just heard. to know, you know, <laughs> just to get <clears throat> a feel for it. Yeah. And a big theme for that would be cutting all the, t- not cutting ties, right? But like, it definitely feels like that when you move so far away, especially like when you've lived in the same place your whole life and then suddenly you're really far, all yeah. the stuff that you used to lean on, right? Like, let's say, are we cursing on this podcast poo poo hits the fan <laughs> i don't think i can hold back from cursing for too long so <laughs> well i already said the word poo poo it's embarrassing <laughs> <laughs> so like if poo poo hits the fan then <clears throat> you know i could go to mom or like my sister or something yeah. but here i feel much more you can't rely on me for sure <laughs> yeah <laughs> i feel much more like an adult now in the sense that I am ready to like rely on myself in the sense that you have to figure it out. I gotta figure it out. Oh my god! Also, my room doesn't have AC, and I'm drinking a big fat hot coffee. (laughs) It is getting it's getting a little toasty. It's getting like a sauna in here very quickly. (laughs) I can feel my back folds like (laughs) starting to accumulate. (laughs) Oh my god. So, like, how has your spiritual practice, like, you're, you're, I mean, okay, um, Skylar and I both really love tarot. I would say, like, spiritually, our sort of, like, rituals or the way we go about certain things, like, is very different. Um, 
I would say yours is really like journal focused and like tarot and card focused, mm-hmm. which like you can tell me if I'm wrong. And mine does. This is my literal spiritual practice. Yeah. I sit down in front of what would you call that that we're looking at? Like a little mini milk crate. A little mini. Upside down <laughs> my spiritual practice is it. a milk crate with a Harry Potter tapestry on it. It's so cute though. But also this room is very small, so it's mm-hmm. actually nice because it's like it can't be much bigger than that. But you have a little mini altar. Yeah. He's got an altar. He's got like candlesticks on there and yeah like, and like, i got these hand carved tibetan well the lady said they were hand carved from tibet they could be from china <laughs> yeah, probably. you never know yeah. but so <clears throat> i sit down i draw some cards i look at the cards i write a paragraph and then i get exhausted <laughs> so relatable <laughs> and then i lay down <laughs> So I'm trying to really evolve that into yeah. something more meaningful. Or, you know, there's also those days where you're on a caffeine high and you sit down and you write like four paragraphs. Oh my God. And then you get exhausted. Big mood. <laughs> Instead of just one. You do read a lot of like, you read a lot of very like psychological and very like, mm-hmm. you do read a lot of spiritual type books yeah. and watch a lot of content talking about like yeah and so i'm sure that'll come up naturally like in certain episodes but like we were talking with our friend imogen imogen, imogen hi. walters hi, imogen. imogen walters hey, intuitive are you listening to this hey. <laughs> <laughs> um we were saying how the biggest shift for my like spiritual practice from moving here to michigan was is that it's become less something that i feel like i have to do because i do sort imbibe I am B-I-B-E. Is that a word? Like, I am Bibe content? Imbibe. Imbibe? It sounds right. Imbibe. I don't know. Imbibe. <laughs> I imbibe so much content that the spiritual practice feels like something that I remember, like, I am, not yeah. that I do. Yeah. So it's definitely shifting away from something that I do and more that I feel like something that I just am, like, yeah. constantly. Yeah. Like, when I went to go visit the lake yesterday for the first time. That was so cute, by the way. <laughs> he was, like, posting pictures. I couldn't figure out how to get media. in. So I'm standing outside. It's like this big gated area and it just says residents only. (laughs) And so there's this big, enormous family with strollers, right? So I walk up behind them to see if I could shift my way in with them. And uh, somehow I got in, right? And so I walked to the water and, oh wait, I forgot where I was going with this. (laughs) What were we talking about? Well, okay. Well, we were talking about you being able to get your spiritual practice. So like I walked to the water, right? And my first thought was like, oh my god, I have to Instagram this. <laughs> so that everyone will know I moved to Michigan. Yeah, yeah, because if I don't, it didn't happen. Yeah. But then I was thinking like, oh my god, well... Oh my god, how do you pronounce this guy's name? Someone let us know. Okay. Thich Nhat Hanh. Oh, you know I who I'm know. talking about? No, I don't know who that is. He's like the most famous Zen Buddhist. He oh. lives in southwestern France. Okay. And he was like exiled from the East or something. Because you know how like the Dalai Lama is like exiled from the country that he's originated from? Okay. Kind of stuff. Okay. Anyways, he has this book called How to Sit. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. I love this so much. (laughs) Anyways, it's this tiny little book. It's like 30 pages. You can buy it at Barnes & Noble. Recommend. And like one of the pages is like when you sit and you really want to absorb the moment. Yeah. And when you want peace to like fly into, when you want to feel spiritual while you're sitting, right? It's just a little guidebook on how to do that. When you have nothing with you and you just want to sit and feel something... The biggest thing was just, like, let go. Yeah. Right? 
or not expect anything. So when I sat down, I was just looking out at the water. Yeah. Can't the pollution made it a little hazy. Yeah, it's a bit rough here. <laughs> Couldn't see very far. <laughs> but I was looking as far as the molecules would let me. <laughs> and uh, and I instead of <clears throat> trying to feel something, I just kind of I don't know how to describe it. Like I just kind of was sitting, and then with the intention that nothing was going to happen, and yeah. then like I had this influx feeling of like. Being relaxed and relaxed. just like kind of being able. I'm to enjoying this. I can yeah. enjoy this. I'm yeah. not wasting any time right now. Like, see that's I have a hard big time problem. With I feel it. like I'm wasting all my time. It's because we're so plugged in, and this can get like, Virgo. Really, really, really preachy. So, and I have something. I, I did pull a card from the uh, the sassy burrito deck, but um, it's because we're consistently like plugged in and constantly feeding ourselves some sort of like I feel like I'm accomplishing something, but mm-hmm. also. Skylar's a Virgo and I have a Virgo rising and we're both very like we have to be doing something at all time like Skylar has three jobs and I'm constantly picking up different tasks and things to do like if I sit down for more than an hour I feel like a bag of potatoes <laughs> and I'll literally, I feel like a bad person <laughs> I feel like a bad person which is something that like has really bitten me in the ass the beginning of this year because I put myself in such a hard bottom of burnout because I'm a hard bottom <laughs> but anyways as you were talking about like moving and having to take care of yourself and like you're the only one to depend on i pulled the page of pentacles reversed Mm -hmm. and what's kind of cool about this card is that it's showing um a person and they have uh like an origami origami swan above their head they're not even looking at it and they're like kind of smiling they look content but like if you've ever tried to make an origami swan and you don't know how to make it it's really freaking irritating mm-hmm. it's like my party trick though when we go to like bars i'll take like the cocktail napkins and make swans out of them and like give them to the waiters or waitresses so it just this card makes me laugh but what's funny is like, I feel like Skylar and I, since he moved here, even since the beginning of the year, we've been trying to make origami swans out of situations when we don't even know I after meant, the I third... thought you literally meant we've been practicing making origami swans. <laughs> no. And I was like, was I a blackout? <laughs> I have no, no recollection of us doing that. <laughs> no, we will. I will teach you how to make a swan. But I think like the fact that he looks so content, or it could be a girl, I'm not sure. It's very gender neutral, which is why I really like this deck. But I think it literally looks like this person is trying to like make this swan and try to like figure out this puzzle, but he's or she is like just kind of going with the flow. Like they look very content, they look very like okay with what's happening but him and i both like skylar and i and i have both have been just kind of trying to like knock shit out of the way when it keeps coming at us like you know he he purchased a car he was super excited about it things keep happening to it like freaking mercury retrograde yeah broke that, everything you know and i think like we've both kept as good of an attitude he has better than i have because i'm just a really good person you're a much better person than i am <laughs> And um, also, if you hear some light snoring, Phoebe is here. <laughs> She's our podcast mascot. So if you hear some heavy breathing, but both of us are talking, it's my dog. <laughs> She's deep, deep in a dream right now. Hard bottom. <laughs> deep breathing. So, um, yeah, I think like the idea She's of She's our Zen of, master. She, she knows how to sit. <laughs> Can't relate. <laughs> 
but like the page of pentacles is just can be such a endearing type of archetype but when they get like if their coin rolls away from them they can mm-hmm. be like the dopiest of dope trying to figure their way out to get the coin back and i really like this depiction of it but like because it came in reverse it just really ooh, it kind of fit with everything that you were talking about with like you're on every your time own. i'm trying to get a new job i only draw this card really? over and over i don't get the ace i only get the page probably really? because i'm an idiot or something <laughs> It's no like, oh, this is going to be just a raw new beginning. Yeah. It's, it's like dopey. Yeah. yeah. Well, okay. So let me talk a little bit about like how I feel like that's come to me. You can shuffle one from your deck and then we'll talk about oh. that one. It'll be fun. This is like one of those big loud decks. So I like, love that. you know, when you're like sitting at home trying to quietly shuffle and it's like, Slam. oh my God, this is way quieter than I remember. <laughs> How dramatic of you. Wow, that was really anticlimactic. Okay. So, okay. There's been a lot of things that have come up for me that I literally just... Queen of Swords. Queen. Okay, yeah. Queen of Swords. I've had to really embrace that. And I think the whole Queen of Swords archetype has been something that I've been more comfortable saying that I am or that I'm bringing into, like, existence of myself. In the past six months, I really, like, embraced it. But then there was, like, crucial situations in which I really had to choose my words so wisely. I really was thinking about so much of the way that I was communicating to people, whether in my job, whether my family, my friends, to myself. Like, like talking nicely to myself became very difficult in a moment of burnout or a moment of like intense stress and anxiety but what this is a really cute card because this has like she's a scientist mm-hmm, and doing she's, science she's shit. got like a scalpel i know um, she's ready to cut <laughs> yeah and there's a lot of weird little things in this card there's like a hawk flying in the she's in like this office on a high rise and there's um like a microscope and um like closely examine the details of the situation definitely there's a lot this deck is really interesting i've never taken a look at this but um i think i was able to kind of come into my own and know that the way that i communicate to myself is a direct reflection of how i want to communicate or how i want others to communicate to me and that seems Mm -hmm. like a really simple simple concept but it's not it's not especially (laughs) when you're hard bottom (laughs) because everything you want to say to yourself is like how awful you are or like how everything is bad well i have a libra moon so it's never how awful i am it's how awful everyone else is (laughs) compared to me or like or everyone's letting me down right or i guess sometimes i can feel like an idiot i don't feel like i I don't think that's your libra moon what is that my pisces yeah that you have such a cute naive naivety (laughs) about your um about your ascendant but I think it makes you really likable. Mm-hmm. It also makes it really easy for me to get like you to do what I need to do. <laughs> <laughs> Love that for me. Yeah. So, well, well, this is where we take a short break from our sponsors. <laughs> our sponsor today is Phoebe snoring gently on the couch. So you're a queen of swords. Okay. What am I? I've always what was seen that card? you as the Page of Cups or the mm-hmm. Page of Pentacles, depending on... Remember right before I moved here, you did that spread for yourself? Page of Cups. Was it the Page of Cups I, that was in the, I see the top you, card? Yeah, I see you... Well, I think I think actually now that I... 
like I've seen you interact and how like, hardworking you are with jobs and everything. I do see you more of a pinnacle suit because you're like very much about making sure that you it's have like the enough. Page of and pinnacles and the page of cups for like intense lovers. <laughs> okay, we could go there with that. <laughs> so at work, um, I work at a hardware store, and there's for like, one of his three jobs. For one of yeah. my three jobs, <laughs> yeah. There's it's like manly men everywhere right <laughs> and there's this country song that comes on called passionate kisses <laughs> and it's like passionate kisses passionate kisses on me <laughs> i'm so glad we get to keep that in there forever and you're using that and uh, i'll be like with my coworkers, and i'll be listening to like these big men sing that along with me and it just feels like such a weird fusion of like cups and pentacles. I don't know. It just, <laughs> I don't know where I was going with that story, but I was just reminded of how you feel like that is part of you or not really. Like that's a good. Wait, hold on. This is like a terror. I think I have like amnesia because every time, <laughs> every time, you start to every tell time a story. I start to tell a story, I can't remember why I'm telling it. Halfway through the story, I remember that I can't remember. And, and I, <laughs> I just... tr- well, I'm trying to finish the story while remembering the point and it, it's panic inducing. <laughs> I need to start writing down, like, before I tell stories, like, what the point is. I mean, also, this is, like, our first go-around at a podcast, and I'm much more comfortable, I think, with, like, doing live streams and, mm-hmm. like, making content and knowing, like, if I'm fucking up on a story, like... <laughs> I then I back. looked down and found $5 on the ground. <laughs> you know, like, let's just turn it into something and, like, you know... This might never see the light of day, or we mm. might just giggle our way through. This like, also happens every time I've ever given someone a tarot reading. Really? When I am, like, going off on a tangent story, I can't remember why I'm doing it. Yeah. And then they think I'm an idiot and never want to get a tarot <laughs> reading from me again. I don't think that's what happens. I think that's It's like giving you. a reading and then suddenly passionate kisses story. <laughs> And no one can remember why. I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that can relate to that. For sure. Kisses. On me. Maybe we should name this podcast Passionate Kisses. (laughs) Amnesia. We have amnesia. So, alright. So, let's see. Let's pull another card and and just talk here. So. So, you can use something. I am. Oh, yeah. The passionate love. Passionate kisses between Page of Pentacles and Page of Cups. That's what we were talking about. Oh. <laughs> we're going back there. <laughs> oh, my God. There's no way I couldn't revisit it. Yeah. I'm sure people out there, like, can relate. Especially, you know, those of us. Or it's those called, of you yeah, listening It's called the um, archway effect or, like, the doorway effect where... Like, let's say you're going into the room to get something, and as soon as you enter the room, your brain will erase the memory. There's a word for that. Really? Yeah, it's like called, like, the doorway effect. Interesting. See, there's there's something that happens in face-to-face readings, and, like, what's even happening now, and because of the fact that you and I are so focused on, like, each other, we're the only ones in the room, and, like, we're very concentrated on trying to, like, you know, make sure of what's going on, but, like, and, and to know where our conversation is going, but there's this weird, like, energy that happens, where I it's, like, you it. start to, like, zone out. Yeah. You start well, to... the energy is so high, you can't help but, like, sink into it. Yeah. And just kind of float around so the like room. So it's, like, calming, but it's also, like, so calming that you kind of I'm, forget. like, just really excited right yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> 
But, you know, it's actually something that, like, maybe you wouldn't think to stereotypically bring up in mm-hmm. your first podcast. But this is something that actually is a topic that really isn't talked about when giving mm-hmm. a tarot reading. And it can become really... Yeah. Like, as soon as you... Overwhelming. ...find that, like, that... The flow. ...click, that flow... And I have given a lot of, like, one-on-one readings to people, especially when I first started, when I would do a lot of in-person readings, you know, I'd want to meet them somewhere public. Mm-hmm. So we would be somewhere, like... Like a Panera Bread, Panera right? Bread is a, is a <laughs> classic because they got good big tables, you guys can both get tea, and, like, you could sit for a while, mm-hmm. or, like, a Starbucks and stuff. But I found, too, that when there's, like, a lot of people or a lot of, like, white noise happening in the background of people ordering or having other conversations, I, like, slip into this weird flow even easier. Mm -hmm. And you have to definitely get really used to knowing where you're going. But then those, I find that that's, like, really good place and time to pick up on, like, spirit or, like, Mm -hmm. your intuition just, like, works really well if you can learn to, like, block everything out. Yeah, but I'm sure I've given like the majority of my readings in the old hotel lobby where I used to work. Oh my god! I'm sure my bosses would love to hear that. (laughs) But um, I used to think that maybe it was like the nine cups of coffee I would drink because there was free coffee. Oh, probably that. But then I found out that our hotel just had a weird mold problem, (laughs) and that's why I would feel super high. Every time I was giving a tarot reading. No, I think it's literally what's happening right now. There's not a mold problem in your room. It's because, you know... I don't think the mold problem was helping, though. Oh, no, probably not. Why do I feel high every time I try and give a reading in the lobby? Right. Like, there's definitely just something that happens when you are completely focused on talking with one-on-one a person and Mm -hmm. having a deeper conversation other than, how are you doing today? I I have, like, a hyper... Like, I get hyper excited about things. Yeah. And, like, I'll exhaust myself just by a feeling of excitement. Like, I can be sitting still and then exhaust myself from being excited. Yeah. And that happens to me every time I try and do anything. Yeah. So, I just pulled the Seven of Swords reversed. (laughs) I don't know if your bosses are really going to love the fact that you're saying that you had... No. Um, I got away with it. You got away with it. I'm 1,100 miles away. (laughs) You can't get me now. can't get me. Listening to that fact on Passionate Kisses. (laughs) You don't know it's me. (laughs) I mean, honestly, with the Seven of Swords, I don't know where to go with this right now. The only thing that I'm thinking is that she's got a really natural, nice blush going on. on her oh my face. god, she looks so good. She looks like she's really flushed in the right type of way. She looks like me when I find that poison ivy later. <laughs> so, anyways, I mean, I said we can talk swords, about like. Oh my gosh, especially in relation to this, would taking be. Taking from ourselves, I was gonna say. You were gonna say taking from ourselves? Yeah, like taking away like our own. But go, go let me hear. For Seven of say. Swords, like, especially in the reverse position, like that's like the imposter syndrome card. Yeah. So, like, like, feeling like you're getting away with it, right? Feeling like, like, oh my god, I'm lying to everyone by saying that I'm spiritual. Or, like, or when you aren't feeling your spirituality, but you still are forced to talk about it because you love to talk about it. And then then you kind of feel like a fake because you're not feeling it, but you still want to talk about it. Yeah. No. That was long winded, but. No, like, I, I totally get you. And I think, like, even the way that, you know, you were describing, like, your spiritual practice, like, Mm -hmm. it almost seemed like you thought that it was, like, not good enough because that's all you do, Mm -hmm. but, like, 
everything about you and what you are into, like the, like I said, the videos that you listen to and the books that you are interested in. And sometimes you'll just like slip these one liners into conversations where you're bringing up certain things. Like you've already done it multiple times this podcast where I just like, I'm like, what are you even talking about? (laughs) Who are you talking about? What syndrome? What? Like what parallel universe? Like what's happening? So get with it. Yeah, no, I think that for sure. But the imposter syndrome plays, I think imposter syndrome plays out really Imposter syndrome used to be like this enormous thing for me, right? Really? I felt like such a fake with everything. But this was, this is so random. Okay. But years ago, I bought um, a sit down session with Kelly and Maddox, right? Yeah. And uh, it was going to be all about how I felt like a big fat freaking fake about everything, right? I wanted to feel spiritual so bad that I was, like, faking it to myself, mm-hmm. and I didn't realize, or maybe you can fake something until you make it, right? Exactly. And I didn't, by the time I the session rolled around, I had already faked it until I made it, yeah. if that makes sense. Uh-huh, it totally does. So, I had been doing all this stuff, and then suddenly I didn't feel like I was faking it anymore, and then I was, and then I kind of felt weird about that, because I was like, well, I'm supposed to still be feeling like I'm faking it, right? Doesn't yeah. it never go away? Yeah. But it had gone away. Yeah. And so we were having the session. I was like, well, it was supposed to be about imposter. Because you know how she has like the comment box. What do you want to talk about? And that's what yeah. I had written about. And then by the time we had it, I didn't know what to talk about anymore. <laughs> and uh, and I haven't felt that way since. Even like uh, when I start something new, like a new meditation or like a new... If I'm watching a video and I want to implement that into my life, I don't feel like a fake anymore. Like I just know that... Even if I know that I'm faking it, I don't feel like an imposter anymore, if that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, I think one of the big problems about imposter syndrome is that the people that we have to look up to, to like... Wait, does everyone know what imposter syndrome is? It's kind of confusing. Maybe. I think maybe anyone who might stumble upon this. Also, we're filming. Just... You have to stop moving around. We're run, a, like... run a pleather... <laughs> a pleather um, futon. Pleather futon, and I'm covered in moisturizer. <laughs> so... <laughs> I feel like a he big is, wet potato. He keeps like moving around, so if you hear like the I'm like an oily noise. potato in a frying pan. <laughs> just flying around. I was gonna say, like, if imposter syndrome is feeling like, you know, you're you're fake at whatever you're doing, that like you're try- you're getting away with looking like I guess a summarized expert, way, yeah, right? is like coming off as an expert when you really don't know. Mm-hmm. Poopy. <laughs> yeah. You don't know poo poo. Poo poo. But um, I think so all the big people have done in videos about it, and I used to totally relate to them. And now, whenever I see an imposter syndrome like video on YouTube, I yeah. don't click on it. I'm not interested. Like yeah. I don't, I don't know her anymore. That's good. That's amazing. And I, I hope a lot of people, if there's anyone that listens I wonder, to this episode, like you know how sometimes when something is going on and everyone quote-unquote everyone people that are running around in our community right everyone seems to be talking about it and then it just kind of goes away yeah i wonder if like the planets have to do with everyone feeling like some sort of transit like well because have you heard anybody talk about it recently like at all um no but i also feel like do you think we're all over it now like we all kind of get it i don't think that I don't think that we're all over it. What I was going to say was two things. One, I think once you bring up some sort of topic, then it, and it allows that like door to open for other people to be like, 
oh, let me respond and let me give my sort of thoughts uh, on this. It just becomes like a part of the vernacular. Yeah. Oh, good word. Good yeah. word. Um, Thank you. <laughs> so, yeah, I think that's part of it is that like once there's some sort of topic that goes around, it's easier for people to think about that idea or mm-hmm. that concept and then make some sort of content you know because the big thing right now for everyone has been burnout right exactly it really has everyone everyone like it's literally kind of weird and then and people who weren't burnt burnt out quote unquote they're taking social media breaks exactly like carrie malin or maybe they like placebo themselves into being like i think i was burned out too wait was i burned out (laughs) (laughs) should i vanish (laughs) (laughs) no but okay the other thing i was gonna say is like for imposter syndrome especially in some sort of community such as tarot or astrology or anything metaphysical or spiritual there's no one that can validate you in these kinds of no i was gonna say there's not that much middle ground Mm -hmm. so it's like there's either people who feel like they're coming at it from like a very beginner i know nothing i just want to soak up every bit of knowledge i can kind of position Mm -hmm. or there's people that there are like this was their whole life they've been doing this for a really long time they're producing content they're making informational videos and they have courses and readings and decks and books and all this stuff so it's hard to, I think, mm-hmm. feel like there's any in-between. So for the people that aren't feeling like they're actual experts, when, like, like quote-unquote beginners start to do tarot readings or start to want to write a book or start to try and develop a tarot deck, it does feel, I'm sure, more mm-hmm. so like they're being a fake because the only person that they have to look up to who have done it literally has maybe multiple decks out, you know, or big companies, I think that might be diminishing a little bit because there seems to be a lot more individual people putting out their own, like Mm -hmm. producing their own indie decks or writing their own books and things like that. Mm -hmm. Um, But there's not much middle ground to look and be like, okay, I'm in this in-between state of still being a novice, but still knowing enough Mm -hmm. to where I am sort of an expert. So I want to give readings or I want to write a book, Mm -hmm. but do I know enough if I were to produce it? Am I just, am I imposter? So, mm-hmm. I mean, I think that might be some of the factors that yeah. it seems like I wonder in if our it's like community. cyclic in the sense that oh, okay. I'm good word. I am over it now, but I wonder if I'm going to reach a point where it seems like the more you learn, the more you learn that you don't know as much as you thought that you did. Oh, every day. I, honey. Oh God, every day. Triggered. <laughs> so I wonder if I'll reach a point where I, it comes back. In yeah. the sense that, like, oh my god, I'm so ignorant, <laughs> you know? I think, too. I don't think like, so, but I have to take that into consideration, you know? Like, yeah. You were also giving readings and, like, creating, like, spreads and stuff like that, and you were doing, like, you had a very ritualistic way of mm-hmm. doing your readings, and you weren't charging or anything, so I think... I did, like, over 100 were... free ones on the Biddy Tarot. Yeah, it's, like, super, super impressive. And so I think if you were to change that up at all or, like, begin to start charging for readings or maybe take a different turn with it, maybe that's where that mm-hmm. imposter syndrome might oh, come if back. Oh, if I actually opened up a shop and, like, charged people, I bet you I would feel... Exactly. Like a big, fat, freaking phony. A big, fat, freaking phony. (laughs) (laughs) Is there our alliteration we were looking for earlier? That's the title. Big, Big fat, fat, freaking freaking phony. phony. Fat PH. (laughs) (laughs) All right. It has been about a half hour, and I think that that might be a good place to end off for the first first go-around. What do you want to close it off with? Um... I don't know. Phoebe, do you have any input of how we can end off this this podcast? No? Okay. 
hard breath. All right, well, it seems like we've hit hard bottom, so. Um, if you want, we can pull one more card from your deck. Yeah, or... do you want uh, see the Oracle decks over there? Like, is yeah, there maybe we can do an like oracle. a message? Sure, work your light. Work your light, Oracle by Rebecca Campbell. Do you want? Some of them are really good, and some of them are like Atlantis, and okay. I don't, I never know what to do with those. Well, we can always read from the guidebook for the last oh, one. Yeah. Do you want me to shuffle it? Right. Absolutely. Right. <laughs> you want me to shuffle? Start shuffling. <laughs> Should I, I shuffle it? Oh, okay, great. So thanks so much for listening. If you have you made tuned it this in, far. <laughs> If we've even posted this, I think it's always really scary and really exciting to start something new, but we just have so much fun talking and giggling together that the thought of a podcast was... Fun. Yeah, it just sounds like perfect for us and our relationship. Phoebe can't wait to be our mascot. There'll be Phoebe merch coming out soon. Yeah, I love <laughs> just, that. I'm just kidding. All right, so what can we end this podcast the backings of this deck are, are so beautiful. So they transport beautiful. me to the Atlantis it talks about. <laughs> Alright, so the ending message we have is Oh my gosh, this What is it? Is it Atlantis? Look. Grandmother of Jesus. <laughs> In the gym. We love you. Oh, um, Phoebe was very startled by that. So it's a seeding the light, laying foundation laying foundations and divine plan who the so, heck was jesus's grandma anna or anna i think i've literally never heard of her how do you is life. it alphabetical a here I'll, I'll let me show you it's like not alphabetical it's by type of card and i don't Whoa. know what the types are oh it's elemental I, oh my symbols. god i literally opened up to oh, it oh so <clears throat> maybe you should read it seeding the light laying foundations the divine plan i love that Anna or Anna, depending. <laughs> Let's call her Anna, like from Frozen. I'm not sure how. Really, we it has two ends though. That's Anna. Okay, say Anna. <laughs> no, Jesus we're is... doing it my yeah. way. <laughs> two verbs <Anna>, together. <laughs> Grandmother of Jesus was an ancient mystic who dedicated her life to laying the foundations for Christ consciousness to be woven through all of life. That was an unexpected turn. <laughs> she is not widely known. True that. Who the heck yeah, is she? Yeah, I've never but heard of her. But without her, Christ consciousness would not be rising as it is today. Well, I mean, I feel like it wouldn't be with any of the bloodline, right? <laughs> yeah, Does, that's true. You're talking about Mabel. Just read it. Okay, sorry. <laughs> Anna represents the quiet dedication that is sometimes required to live a life of service. She represents the generations that came before that devoted their lives to dreaming a new world into being while knowing that they would not see the glorious end result. She represents the dutiful soldier, the unconditional mother, and the mystic who can see the thread that is woven through all of life. Anna teaches us that we all have a part to play in the divine plan. <laughs> it doesn't have to be on the world stage to be significant. One person's part is not worthier than another. Oh, it's like you hear that? Do you hear that? Yeah. Uh, one person's part may be to mother their children. Another's may be to gather women and circle each month. No part is better or worse, more important or less significant. We each have within us a seed <laughs> of life that is incarnated to share. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, okay. Here's the work your light activation. Okay. Hold the card to your heart. Aww. To be honest, guys, I've never done that, but I've always thought it was cute. Okay. Beloved Anna. <laughs> Don't laugh. Thank you for laying the foundations for the divine plan. May the seeds of light within me be revealed, and may I surrender to my part of the divine plan. Oh, I love that. Okay, 
even though he was laughing, it's just our, like, it's our definite personality. But I think, like, if you do think about it, mm-hmm. the thing, the way we started off this podcast was talking about you moving here and everything just Laying kind of aligned. foundations, we're all doing our part. Yeah, we're, we're, like, this is the beginning, this is the first podcast, and we're Also, really our podcast is no out. less worthy than the other podcast. Oh my god. <laughs> Stop it. Thank no. you, Anna. <laughs> Thank you so much, Anna. You humbled us so much. <laughs> no, what I was going to say was, like, the divine plan is that, like, everything just kind of worked out even though like Skylar moved here in the middle of an eye of a tornado for me when it came to like energetically and stress Mm -hmm. and burnout and all that stuff we talked about briefly but he wasn't supposed to move here until October and he moved here on a whim and we just made it work and even though it was really hard in the certain time and everything that happened seemed like a lot and we definitely didn't think that through all the way we just kind of let it happen it ends up it ended up working out great and to be honest with you i'm really grateful for us and just like how everything like the divine plan of everything just kind of this seed has now blossomed right like i knew that even though there was no plan that if you believe that it'll work out, right? It yeah, always yeah. does. Yeah. Right? Yeah, What's it was kind of back to the Page of Pentacles with that origami mm-hmm. above the head of the figure because they just looked like they didn't even have to look at it. They knew that it would just come together. And, oh my God, that's such a cute way to end the podcast. So, thank you guys It all so came together, much. and it here did. we are making this freaking podcast. I'm so sweaty. I can't wait to get I'm out of this so room. I'm so sweaty. Thank you guys, ice cream. Thank you guys so much for listening. If we did get to post this, we appreciate <laughs> it. We can't wait to giggle and talk cards more with you guys. And... Have a good one. Phoebe says goodbye, too. Say goodbye, Phoebe. Okay, she's very tired. (laughs) She's She's very tired. Thanks, guys.